Nathaniel whispered in my ear, Dad, you're not going to have time to preach now. <laughs> but my comments are going to be very brief. So, uh, It's estimated that 46 million turkeys uh, will be eaten uh, this Thanksgiving. Uh, if that number doesn't uh, grab you, that's approximately 675 million pounds being consumed and that does not include all the fixins and the desserts. Fifty million pies will probably be eaten, pumpkin pies in particular. And then you add to that, um, to this food, uh, the fact that uh, on Thanksgiving Day, people will probably be watching parades, uh, watching a football game, uh, gathering with family and friends, uh, playing games together, and making memories. You know, with all these activities traditions, and calories being consumed, uh, I wonder how many will truly give thanks to the Lord uh, on that day. But you know, more than just one day a year, for believers in Jesus Christ, Thanksgiving is to be a regular, uh, ongoing, heartfelt response to God for all that He is and all that He has done for us in His Son, Jesus Christ, in providing us salvation. I think it, it is significant that the phrase give thanks occurs 138 times uh, in the Bible. And they occur as both expressions uh, of gratitude towards God, but also as exhortations for God's people to, in fact, uh, give thanks. One of those occurrences is in our text for this morning, which is 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 18. And it's interesting that uh, in this passage, and I will not take the time to read it, but verses 11 through 24, uh, there are uh, 22 imperatives or commands that are expected to be lived out by God's believing people in obedience to Jesus Christ and through the enabling uh, of the Holy Spirit. But someone might ask the question, and you might ask yourself the question as well, Someone might say, well, why does this even need to be commanded? Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Why does it need to be commanded of God's people? Because, number one, human nature. Um, human nature, in and of itself, being unregenerate, doesn't give thanks to God. In fact, Romans chapter 1 and verse 21 indicates uh, to us that one of the marks of the unbelieving person is unthankfulness towards the Creator, and towards God. In fact, I came across this account, a true account of H.A. Ironside, who was a preacher from a bygone day. And it says that Ironside had been in a crowded restaurant. And just as he was about to begin his meal, a man approached him and asked if he could join him. Ironside, invite, Ironside invited him to have a seat. Then, as was his custom, H.A. Ironside bowed his head in prayer. And when he opened his eyes, the other man asked, uh, Do you have a headache? Ironside replied, No, I don't. The man asked him, Well, is there something wrong with your food? Ironside replied, No. I was simply giving thanks to God as I always do before I eat. The man said, 
Oh, you're one of those, are you? I want you to know I never give thanks. I earn my money by the sweat of my brow, and I don't have to give thanks to anybody when I eat. I just start right in. Ironside replied, you're just like my dog. That's what he does, too. (laughs) True story. True story. Human nature doesn't give thanks to God. But secondly, uh, why does it need to be commanded? Because we can be forgetful to give God thanks. If you were to take the time to read Deuteronomy chapter 8, particularly verses uh, 10 through 14, God reminded his people that when you come into the land that the Lord God is going to give you and you're, you're in your home and you're well fed, you know, don't forget the Lord who redeemed you. Don't forget that these blessings ultimately have come from the Lord. In fact, it was drilled into me at a young age that uh, you always say thank you when someone gives you a gift. And even to this day, uh, I, I fear that people have given me gifts and I haven't somehow, either verbally or with a note, given them thanks for giving me that gift. How much more so should you and I, as believing people, give God thanks for the gift of salvation in His Son, Jesus Christ? Don't be forgetful of that. I think a third reason is that we fail to see the reasons. We fail to see, see the reasons of why we should uh, uh, give thanks. Um, and it was kind of mentioned in the testimony this morning, um, and thank you for that uh, testimony that we overlook the little things. There's a picture I want to put up on the screen. I know it's kind of hard to, to see here. But the other morning, I came out of the house and took the dog for a walk, and I noticed that there was frost all over the ground. And you, if you were to look at that picture carefully, you could see the little, little ice crystals that are on the side of the leaf and, and the grass. And I have another picture, too, that just shows the entire grass just covered with this beautiful white frost that's on the ground. I think it's kind of interesting that uh, in the Old Testament uh, book of Psalms, Psalm 147, that begins and ends with praise the Lord, that verse 16 says, he spreads the snow like wool and he scatters the frost like ashes. Praise the Lord. You think, we, we probably got up that morning and probably grumbled that we had to scrape off our windshield to go to work that morning. And not realizing that God, in his amazing creativity, puts even those little details out there for us to be a way in which we can express praise uh, to him. Well, what do I have to be thankful for? Well, Psalm 103 would, would, would tell us, and it was a passage that was read for us, Uh, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins, and he heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The goodness of God and all his blessings become the foundation for which you and I, in response to God, give him continued thanks and praise. And if there was no other reason that that you and I could find to give God thanks and praise, let's go to our text this morning again, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, 
God commands us to give thanks. It's a matter of our heart, but it's also a matter of obedience. And you and I give thanks to God and are to do so regularly and continually because this pleases Him. You ask yourself the question, how can I please God? Give Him thanks for the small things, for the great things that He has done. In fact, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18 are three commands. They're very brief. Be joyful always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. Uh, And this uh, triad encompasses uh, this command as well uh, given to us, give thanks. And notice this, that it is is an action. Giving thanks uh, is an action that you and I take. It's expressed in words, in gratitude towards God. Psalm 17, verse 7 says, I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. I'm not only going to use my words to praise God uh, by just expressing my gratitude to him, but I'm going to sing praise to God in gratitude for who he is and what he has done. And notice this verse says, give thanks in all circumstances, no matter what the circumstances are that you find yourself in this morning, you are to give thanks to God. It is significant that the Apostle Paul wrote four letters while he was imprisoned. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and then the the little uh, personal letter of Philemon. They're called the prison epistles. And did you know that in all of those but Philemon, Paul exhorts believing people to give God thanks? He's saying this being under house arrest and being in in prison. And it was not something that he was just sitting in his his comfortable study thinking, "How how can I exhort others to do what I'm not practicing myself? In fact, he and Silas, you'll recall in Acts chapter 16, when they were in prison, after they had been beaten for being followers of Jesus Christ, with their backs bleeding, no doubt, and being in lots of pain, were at midnight singing praises to God. And it says that the rest of the prisoners were hearing them. The Lord sent an earthquake and the doors opened and and lo and behold, Paul is able to share with the Philippian jailer in that context who said, what do I have to do to be saved? And Paul said very simply, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your household. So not only could he exhort believers to to give God thanks and praise, he in his life practiced that on a regular basis in all circumstances. And notice this, Paul says here uh, in this this passage, 5.18 of 1 Thessalonians, for this is God's will for you. We sometimes wrestle with what is God's will for me. The scripture tells us very specifically in several different places that it's God's will that we be sanctified, 1 Thessalonians 4.3. It's God's will that we give thanks in the passage that is before us. It is God's will that you and, you and I perform good works in the name of the Lord, 1 Peter 2.15. And it's God's will at times, 1 Peter 4.9, that we endure suffering for Jesus' sake. Wycliffe Bible Commentary says, God's will includes in these commands here, constant joy, ceaseless prayer, and boundless thanks. 
attitudes that are made both necessary and possible in Christ Jesus. Because notice he ends this phrase with saying, for this is God's will for you. Not somebody out there, but you personally, me personally, for us, for every one of us. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The reason, the motivation, the source of giving thanks at all times, in every place, and in each circumstance throughout life is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And it is my prayer for myself and for, the, for, for each of you that as Christ followers, we be people who give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thank you. You have heard our testimonies this morning. You have heard the gratitude of our hearts expressed in song and in meditation and in taking to heart your word. And Lord, we once again say thank you and praise you for hearing us, for saving us, for providing for us, for being in the, the grand and great things within our lives and also in the smallest of details. And certainly, Lord, as we fill our minds with what your word reveals concerning who you are, that as well becomes a motivation for which we give you thanks and praise. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for bringing us salvation through Jesus Christ. And thank you, Lord, for all that you provide each and every day. Lord, we want to be a thankful people. Not just this Thursday, not even just this Sunday, not even just this week, but each and every day. Help us, Father, to give thanks in every circumstance, for this is your will for us in Christ Jesus. Make it so in each of us, we pray, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.